Welcome to Collective Conversations. I'm Heather. And I'm Laurel. And we're here to talk about the modern hairstylist, share a journey of opening our very own salon, and share some laughs along the way. Get ready for the chaos, because it's what we bring. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> we're Laurel. here. We're here again. <laughs> we are here. This is episode two yeah. of Collective Conversations. It was not the week after the following post that we made. <laughs> it was you not know, the week you after. know, we're rolling with it's it. It's busy. It's fine. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, we're in the process of opening a hair salon right now. So Laurel and I have, our life is pure chaos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nothing but. It never stops. Literally never stops. Okay, so for today, we are talking a little bit more about ourselves, um, a little bit deeper into who you and I are, as well as our story Yeah. behind choosing to open a salon together. Yep. There's a lot more. A lot more to it than I think people realize. Yeah, yeah. and we've been having some really rich conversations. I hope that you all enjoy this as well about you know, our intention behind mm -hmm. what we're doing. Absolutely. And yeah. the industry too, like everything about it. Yeah. Like yeah. we are here to shake up the hair industry. Mm -hmm. and Which is kind of scary to say. Yeah. In a good way. Though. In a good way. Yeah. And you heard it here first. So <laughs> <laughs> that is what is happening. Um, so in our last episode, we did kind of play a little bit of would you rather got to know each other on like a lighter surface level. But yeah. what we really want to do is dive into who Laurel and I are, um, and uh, why, our why behind everything. Yeah, it's a, it's important. I think it's important for people to know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So on that note, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll start. Um, so I'm Laurel. I know we talked a little bit about my background into getting into hair, and I'll probably ramble about myself, because, like, what do you really ever say about yourself? Oh, my gosh, you know? I want to know everything. Okay, well. Tell us about yourself. So I'm 23. Yeah. Um, and I am fairly new into the hair industry. What well, I think I'm coming on two years here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, coming on two years in, in the industry. And it's actually funny. I had someone ask me last night, like, do you love hair? Cause she said to me, you know, you really need to love hair to be in the industry. And I, I do. And I mm -hmm. think part of it for me is the people, but I just, it plays into that artistic side. I grew up painting, but I also feel like I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Like I said, I worked in construction. I welded all throughout high school. I modeled for a hot minute there. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I like to call myself like a little mixed bag of nuts, you know? <laughs> like, I just like do a whole bunch of different things. I will also throw in there that you <clears throat> are fantastic at building Ikea furniture. <laughs> I am good at that. I am good at that. <laughs> Okay, so now that I've rambled on about myself, who are you, Heather? <laughs> who am I really? Who are we? <laughs> um, well, to get a little deeper into who I am, uh, I think first and foremost, I'm an artist as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that is something you and I share in common as we both have Absolutely. that background in art. Um, but uh, creativity, all things creativity, I feel like just ooze through me. So mm -hmm. writing, um, I love music, I love art. Uh, yeah, it's just, I think that is, like, the, the thing, the foundation, I guess, that, like, brought me into doing hair mm -hmm. is, like, just that love for, um, art. for creativity yeah. and art. Yeah. Um, I love people. I think I'm, I, I think I'm an extrovert. I think I'm learning this more and more about myself. I think yeah. really thrive having great conversations like this yeah. or um, with a client one-on-one -on -one in a chair. Um, yeah, I just, I love being around other people. 
um one thing about me is that i do really love to travel so my uh i guess five to ten year goal is to start knocking down like bucket list places that i've never been um and i'm starting my sister lives in australia so i'm starting with going to australia in the new year but um some of the places, well, I guess we're going to we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll talk about But some, some I've got some list bucket places. list places that I want to go to. Um yeah, and I think as a hairdresser, I have just had the great fortune of connecting with so many great people. I have a lovely client base, and now what I'm really passionate about is bringing new hairdressers into this world, mm-hmm. growing them up, leading them and building their confidence and education. Yeah, the confidence is a big one in this industry for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, traditionally in this industry, which is something that you and I are both passionate about mm-hmm. again, is just the lack of respect for somebody who's starting out and doesn't yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I really, that is something I'm very passionate about changing. Yeah, and I think we should touch more on that today a little bit as well too. Yeah, I we're gonna share all the deeper stuff today. Oh yeah, well I think we'll do a whole we'll do a whole episode on apprenticeship, but let's let's oh, move on yeah. to some other lighter <laughs> things for today. <laughs> I think that we have um, touched on this a little bit, but like what our roles are within mm. the company and and how that's changed and evolved for us um, yeah. as we've gone into business together. So I guess my question to you, Laurel, is mm-hmm. what is your position? And it's not it's a not sexual, sexual question. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, well, I am officially co-owner. She is. is. so weird. Um, yeah, she we is. Are, we are partners now. And uh, for those who don't know, I'm sure everyone, everyone that's listening probably knows, but I did start out as Heather's apprentice. I will say Laurel is the fastest growing apprentice of possibly all time (laughs) i've never seen anyone work as hard as laurel has and it is truly possible to get through a hairdressing apprenticeship in a year because Mm -hmm. i have seen miss laurel do it yeah it was hard it was a lot of work it was a lot of work but i also think that like you set me up for the best way to possibly get it through and i think that having had that experience and and not having a bad experience in the apprenticeship phase that I know a lot of stylists do I think it's like one of my big goals to like pass that along to now our apprentice that we're training together which is again very weird for me we're Um, having her on the podcast oh yeah she'll be here for sure (laughs) but yeah my my position in the company as we've kind of evolved um we've been working on the construction of the new salon and that's been like my major role and it's it's a lot. She's the foreman. I'm the foreman. I'm, I'm here cracking skulls, whipping them, getting it done. She gets the boys in the shade. Oh, yeah. I try. I try. Um, but, yeah, I've been really lucky to have my dad help. He, uh, he's he been a godsend, like an absolute godsend. We uh, should probably throw a shout-out to Cliff. Good old here. Cliff. Cliff, go. Cliff is the... Um, CEO and El Presidente of <laughs> Spar Incorporated. Um, that's nine different construction companies under the one the one umbrella. Quick little shout out to him. Um, I actually Cliff. saw that Cliff Cole liked every single one of our posts on uh, Roselle Collective like, yesterday. Geez, man, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks. You know, it's good when your dad supports. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so I guess I can ask you the same question. What's what's your position kind of morphed into? Not my favorite sex position. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I am really happy with where my role is right now. Um, I am doing kind of all things marketing, uh, leadership, training, new stylists, mm-hmm. uh, admin, so reception, Fun. Uh, <laughs> accounting, like I've really been like kind of the people person, I guess, yeah. going back and forth with that stuff. And um, God, I love it. Like the social media, I'm like, that is a whole job in and of itself. That's your buzz though, man. That's oh man. Buzz. They're like, we need a social media manager. I'm like, no, no it's I'm me. a social it's media manager. Me. And that's like, so the opposite of me too. And I think it's, it's funny because we'll have to see what happens. Like right now we're kind of at this like in between, right? So we'll mm-hmm. have to see like what happens once we're in the new space and once things are like rolling and back to like normal yeah. or like, I guess our new normal of like what kind of changes for us on mm-hmm. our, our roles. And and I think too, like coaching and leadership is something that I'm so passionate about, but also that I don't know enough about. And I'm really mm. excited to learn more about it and get better at it. And you and I have kind of had some conversations about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like how do you approach training an apprentice one who is confident and ready to go and like guns a blazing mm-hmm. and then maybe one that isn't as confident yeah, or whatever's in between that. Right. And um, I'm quickly learning that all hairdressers come in all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. And how do you meet people where they are? That's something that I'm really curious about. Well, especially because you are who you are, right? And mm-hmm. you're going to train the same regardless because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is an interesting one. And also now having our newest stylist in, and obviously I learn from you. So we do things similar-ish, mostly yeah. similar. And and our new stylist, just like McKenna, she just does everything so different compared to us. And I'm like, we need to get Ella in there, like watching yeah. her too, right? More of that, like more of, will you do this this way? And I do this that way. Yeah. And where can I meet in the middle? Yeah, Lana down the street mm-hmm. does it a different way. Mm-hmm. And I truly honestly believe that there is something to learn from every stylist. Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I'm really curious to explore more of, of an educator role and to be more educated, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's been interesting for me too. like on the days where I kind of help Ella or like I'm teaching her things. I'm like, man, am I really qualified to be like doing this? Do you ever have those moments of like imposter syndrome? Yeah. Oh, oh big God. Time, yeah, big absolutely. I think you I don't think there's a business owner out there that doesn't experience that. Yeah. Has your dad? I'm sure he has. I don't know that that's ever a conversation I've had with him. Um, Cause I know that he like, his situation was a little bit different. Like he really worked from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you and I are kind of diving in head first. We need to get your dad on the podcast. I man, that spot. would be like a two hour long. We might do two episodes. <laughs> might be a double hitter with a good old um, But yeah, imposter syndrome is like, absolutely i think and especially in our industry it just Mm -hmm. runs rampant yeah and with social media too i think it makes it like you could sell yourself as anything truly yeah and that might not be true yeah whether you are or not there i don't know it's mental thing yeah absolutely i think that that's like a perfect way to like kind of segue into our next little little topic there sounds perfect i love it (laughs) 
So Heather, one of the things that I know we discussed talking about was with us going into being new salon owners and there's a million salons in the city and there's a million different stylists. What sets us apart from everyone else? Oh God, I love this. I know. This is a good one. This is a really good one. Sometimes I'm like, why are there so many hairdressers in the world? There's so many, but there's so many clients in the but world there's too. Such, it's such a beautiful thing and oh, I love so the hairdresser community. Um... Yes. So I think right now it truly feels like in the world of social media that every industry and every niche is just completely saturated. Yeah. And I think that it really can feel that way that like I'm a blonde specialist, let's say, and there's mm -hmm. a million others out there. So what is that one thing that like niche, that hook that like sets me apart from like this person or that person. And I think that in creating our salon culture and like what we want to do, that thing really for, for us has been like, we are willing to put ourselves out there. Yeah. And I would encourage anybody who is starting a business, whatever industry you're in, that that is the biggest thing is to just show up and put yourself out there. Yeah. That um, word culture. Yeah. Right. I think that's been like one of the biggest things that we've talked about is having a different environment right? Mm -hmm. We want it to be about us and about the people, mm -hmm. right? It's not, of course, it's about the hair. Of course, it's about making you feel beautiful, but it's also about the connection that you make with that, mm -hmm. right? The friendships. Yeah. Cause that's a, a big thing. You know, I'm starting to see more and more service providers come in and it's, it's a nine to five for them. And, and for us, it's just not that. There's a lot of heart and a lot of passion that goes into yeah. it. You know, Laurel and I, I think both of us have anxiety if we're not 30 minutes before our start time there, lighting yeah. a candle, getting music going, getting doing the ambiance ready, getting ourselves in the right on. attitude. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have, you know, I'm not perfect. So I have found there's days where I'm like walking in and my clients coming in and I, I just feel like that's a different way to start the day that doesn't necessarily translate to as great of an experience overall for both myself and absolutely yeah absolutely so I think like the main thing again I knew we we're we're just gonna ramble we're always gonna ramble because we just this is get a podcast on, we just get on to different topics right but like I think the main thing for us that you're never gonna see is us not being ourselves yeah and and our team too yeah like everyone absolutely. is gonna show up authentically yeah and we are gonna honor everybody's individuality mm -hmm. that's um, so important and that for our clients as well absolutely that's like that's what I think we really want the space to be is like opening and inviting and having people feel that energy when you walk in because you can mm -hmm. you really can like I know I can yeah there's so, just something different about it yeah and and as we grow through this journey like we we're committed to doing a podcast so that you know our friends our family our clients and whoever wants to learn something from us and our experience is mm -hmm. welcome to be a part of that journey um you know we're also willing to put our faces on our brand and and show up and say hey like this I'm is Heather, us this is laurel yeah and we we're passionate about what we do yeah um so really i hope are. that translates I think so what too. Sets us apart. I think so too. And I, I mean, like, you're never going to not see us being goofy and, and authentic. Like we've been talking about authentic, right? Like, yeah. it's, I feel like that's our brand, man. And it's been that from the get go. So yeah. I think too, one of the things we wanted to touch on in today's episode was like, how did we get our start in like wanting to be business partners together? Because yeah. there was a time where you know, I ran the business sol solely yep. and you were my apprentice. So yep. how did, how did we change that Laurel? 
Yeah, that's an interesting one. I, I think it was kind of a little bit fluky in a certain yeah. way. Um, the current space that we're in, they had a larger unit below us that was open for mm-hmm. lease. And I don't even know how we came about looking at it. And then we found out that we couldn't rent it. And that was kind of when we were like, oh my God, like we're actually talking about like opening a bigger space. Yeah, we were like spying on like what was going yeah. on in our building, <laughs> yeah. but not in like a bad way. Just well, like we were a just, curious. And I think, it, yeah, we're constantly like pushing for growth, you and I. So it was just kind of a natural transition that happened. And then shortly thereafter, we were headed to the BTC show in Orlando together. And oh, that was, we gotta talk about the BTC. That was last year. Okay, so for those who do not know, the BTC show, it stands for Behind the Chair, the Behind the Chair show, is the world's largest hair show that happens every year. Yeah, different locations. Different location every year. Um, And last year, 2022, Laurel and I made the decision that we were going to go. Yeah. They hosted it in Orlando. We got to go to Disney World. That was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Disney World's pretty cool. Shout out to... uh, Darth Vader. <laughs> Good old Darth Vader. Uh, or what was the guy that didn't give me the beer? Um, oh man, Ricky? what was his name? No, it wasn't Ricky. Oh, that's gonna. Kevin. 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 drinking all day so like yeah I don't know why that yeah heavy anyway um Laurel and I decided to go to the BTC show she was my apprentice and I was like you know what I'm gonna take my apprentice we're gonna go let's make it happen um and and what was really cool about the BTC show was that we got to connect with hairdressers from all over especially in North America I would say American and Canadian hairdressers um we've got some lovely friends that hopefully are listening to this podcast I'm like I think of a few um but we also got to see all things hair all like hair celebrities I guess yeah um and but we also got time to like really chat together and get to know each other better too for sure that was like pretty new and to us getting to know each other yeah yeah and I think something really special happened like on the patio in Orlando smoking a marble cigarette (laughs) (laughs) because I think we both realized like how badly we wanted to be business owners to mentor other stylists and to change the industry so I don't know Laurel if you want to speak on that a little bit yeah well I know that um neither of us like we're little girls like hoping to be hairdressers no but I think that being a business owner especially for me and like you can correct me if I'm wrong here Heather but like I grew up knowing I wanted to be my own boss yeah I wanted to own a business. And at the time, I thought it was construction. Well, that was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Dad. No, he's happy I'm doing what I'm doing. But um, yeah, I think that business was always where Heather and I really longed to be. And uh, yeah, we were sitting there at the BTC show, or I guess after a day at the BTC show, having a couple drinks. And we just got talking and our visions really aligned. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when we were like, okay, like, let's really seriously talk about what this would look like. 
And even to change um, the name from Roselle Studio to mm-hmm. Roselle Collective was an idea that was in both of our heads. And I think I was like, hey, Laurel, I'm thinking Roselle Collective. And you were like, oh, my God, I was thinking the exact same freaking thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it really just felt like there was like almost like a this like spark, like yeah. this magic. Kiss me. In the magic kingdom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and from there, we really kind of came home from that trip and we're like, okay, what do we need to do What's to make step? this happen? Yeah. 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 Um, so fast forward, we really, I think by the time January 2023 mm-hmm. hit, we were like, we are opening a salon. And it was very much like... The intention, um, our lease on our studio was meant to be done in October, so we had a timeline to work with. Yeah. Um, Laurel, why don't you just walk us through like how we kind of got our start in planning to open a salon and all the lovely things that Cliff did to help us get there? Yeah, so I think we we were really lucky, and I would suggest for anyone going into business, but for themselves, um, to have someone that can kind of mentor you a little bit and like walk you through and Heather and I were lucky enough to have that person be my dad and honestly I think that this is kind of where he gets his buzz too and I think it's special because he loves us both so much um but yeah he like really sat down with us and walked us through what the next little bit was going to going to look like and he's like still been really hands-on with us helping behind the scenes truly yeah yeah I think like he's been such a big part for us and we sat down and we had meetings and we would eat snacks and then like order dinner together and sit there and talk about it. And we talked about how we're basically like creating a baby right yeah. now. Like it's like, we're making a baby. It is. We are <laughs> you heard it here first. We're having a baby. We're having together. A baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been like a lot of uh, love and hard work. And there's been lots of tears for both of us and lots of stress and, I think that we're just lucky to have the people backing us that we do. Yeah. I think when they say blood, sweat, and tears, like, there's like literally literal. no lie. No, like... Like, there's been all three. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of it. Most of tears. Mostly, well, yeah, that's because it's us. But, like, yeah, lots of sweat, too. And, like... Yeah, a little bit of blood. A little bit of blood. I'm sure there'll be more with more construction coming up because I am prone to injury. But, yeah. Yeah, Laurel is prone to injury. It's and there's another funny. little fun fact about me. I got a little bit of a clumsy streak. Um, um, I told my boyfriend that I wanted to get a motorcycle yesterday, and he was, like, not impressed. I don't know if you could do it. Well, he, no, yeah. I think you could. I think I could if I, like, but I would you need to wear your need to, helmet. And, I would like, never not wear a helmet, but, like, I think I need, like, some serious You need lessons. insurance for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, can I, like, I think I'd need life insurance at that point. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Actually, you probably would. do now. <laughs> um dude, there's some value wrong. on your life girl um i think we gotta insure our hands too like i'm like oh man if i break an arm like who's gonna do hair for me my dog nobody nobody's yeah. doing hair for us we're <laughs> hey man we're the business owners now nobody's doing anything for us oh my gosh we no, just, no. but again i guess that kind of leads back to what we were talking about we have so many people supporting us yeah, like that's so like not normal the amount of support that we have. That's I think what makes me think that this venture is truly divine and and intended yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. And um, we've talked a little bit about, and I, I think we will probably in a future episode talk a lot more about human design and like living in alignment. Yes. Um, but the more that I think about like following intuitively where I'm meant to be, the more that I think things open up. And that truly did happen with us opening a salon is we kind of came to Laurel's dad. We're like, hey, 
we have an idea and he's like, all right, like, let's get it all on the whiteboard. And we filled a yeah. whiteboard with every single idea, every single problem. Um, SWAT. Gold what does SWAT, SWAT stand for? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Yes. And like, I think that it very often with business, people don't actually consider those things. No. Nope. Um, Cause I know I didn't, when I jumped into opening a studio by myself, but yeah. that actually was a lesson that Cliff gave us that really, I think gave us a lot of perspective mm-hmm. into how do you create something that is going to be sustainable and long lasting. Yeah. And like, I don't know about you, but like the closer we get to this, the more I'm like, Ooh, man, like I really hope that this is success for us. I mean, there's no way it couldn't be. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I like to think that too, but I think it's like, this is, if we're going to be real and honest, like that's scary. Yeah. And know? I think it's scary for two girls who have their ass on the line, right? Like we're yeah. not, we put everything we're not, into this. Um, you know, sitting on millions and millions of dollars, just nope. like throwing it around for fun. Like it's, in it's this economy? our livelihood. In this economy, <laughs> man, you go to Safeway and avocados yeah. are six ninety nine, and you think you can open a business? What kind of idiots are we, Heather? I think actually, like now that people really know what we're doing, I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of my clients be like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, like my clients were like, "You're crazy." And I'm like, yeah, a little bit, but well, like it's in a life. good way. The way that I look at it too is like, I think if you aren't willing to take a risk, you'll always wonder. Yeah. It's the same thing as starting a podcast, right? It's like, well, you just get the mic and you start blabbing. Yeah. And if people listen, cool. And if, and they, if don't, they don't, they don't. That's cool. We had a great hour conversation. Yeah. It's not like we wouldn't be talking anyways. Exactly. Yeah. So a big question that we get a lot um, is, is how do you go about finding a space when you, when you know you want to open a business and you're looking for a space to host your business? That was a tough one for us. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that not every space is conducive to being a hair salon. No, I think if we were opening like a marketing firm or something that we needed like office space, that would have been so easy. way easier. Or even tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much to it. And I think that was like a big realization for both of us, like going from a studio where like they kind of have all the permitting, Mm -hmm. all that stuff done. But dude, like the permitting stuff that you have to go through to open your own space is no joke. Shout out to the city of Calgary. Thanks. We love you. Yeah. (laughs) Just glad to have my freaking building permit now. It took you (laughs) six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. But yeah, it was, um, it was a, it was a journey for us. Like you said earlier on, we started in January of this year, 2023, and we didn't find our space until what i want to say june july may or june yeah yeah like how many spaces did we look at oh man i lost track i say five or six at least yeah we looked at a lot and we were working with a real estate agent but we ended up finding what we needed by ourselves because again like you said a lot of spaces are not conducive to having a hair salon. And I think a big piece of that is just the plumbing. Yes. I think a lot of landlords aren't necessarily willing to convert an office space into a hair salon and like tear up the whole space to throw plumbing in there. So that was a lovely lesson that we learned. 
yeah, and that's kind of what I've been dealing with this week is like sorting out the plumbing, and it's not fun. Once the plumbing is done, though, we it should are, be like yeah. So we we oh. are expecting to open our salon really soon. So why don't that's we uh, why don't we share a little bit about that? Because that's so exciting. Yeah, I think that um, that's kind of what's getting us through right now is the opening. Are there brass knuckles on your socks? No, they're mushrooms. Oh, I thought they're they were brass knuckles. <laughs> Who was like, damn, she's a baddie. No, they're mushrooms. <laughs> uh, um, I think it was the Doja Cat where it's like, mm, she a devil, she a bad little bitch, she a rebel. <laughs> Are we going to be able to post that? Yeah. Sorry, Sorry Doja, Doja Cat. Cat. <laughs> Girl, you got enough money. We uh, yeah, we're trying to open a business here. Yeah. Um, October 2023. 20, yeah, like, what year is it? I was going to say October 22nd, 2022. That's, that's last year. Um... October 2023. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's probably we'll do like our grand opening like early to mid November. Once we're like in there and yeah. a little bit more situated. I'm so excited for that. We are going to have a party. We yeah. will play Doja Cat. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I think um, I think we want to like try and yeah, like you said, make it a party. DJ, snacks. Yeah, Bubbles. so hopefully, maybe by the next time we podcast another episode, we might have a little An update on date. to where, when and where we'll be opening our salon. We already know where, I guess when. Um, when is the question mark? Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for an opening date. Um, I'm going to transition us into a segment where we're going to learn a little bit more about Oral and I, so yeah. stay tuned. All right, so to wrap things up, we are going to get to know Laurel and I on a deeper level mm, than you deep. did on the last podcast episode. <laughs> um, and then by the end of this, you will know us so well that you'll want to tune into every single episode forevermore. And like hopefully come get your hair done. Yeah, if you're in the Calgary area or if you're not, fly to Calgary yeah. and get your hair done. It's worth it, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Laurel, take it away. Okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to ask some questions we can both answer. Um, okay, how many tattoos do you have? I have no idea. I yeah. have a lot. For those of you who don't know, both of us do have quite a few tattoos. So do both of the girls that work with us. Ella and McKenna both have tattoos. McKenna might have more than us. Maybe? Yeah, she's pretty, maybe. She's pretty covered. Um, I think I have at least 20. I think I'm at like 16 now. If I'm counting like individual pieces on my half sleeve, I think that I'm at like 16. And you're getting more. Yeah, I'm adding. Okay, let's like shout out Des again. Because like, obviously. <laughs> so, um. One of our best friends, Desiree, she owns her own tattoo studio here in Calgary. Midnight Tattoos, Midnight YYC. Tattoos. She has tattooed both of us a whole bunch. But I'm going to see her, I think, on September the 7th um, to add more to my arm. I think that it's going to end up turning into a whole sleeve, which I don't know if my parents will be super pleased with that, but it's fine. I think I'm past the point of my parents being pleased with my tattoos. And yeah. Uh, they just don't care. My dad yeah. calls it body graffiti. <laughs> it's art, dad. It's God, art. it's not a space. Um, do you have a favorite tattoo? This is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Yeah, the little burning dog. Um, Love that. Those who don't know, this is fine. You know what? Follow us um, at collective underscore underscore conversations and I will share a picture of this is fine. Yeah, that's a good What's one. your favorite? I have a couple. I think my bobby pins, that those are def- those are by Des. I think those are one of my favorites. My fuck cancer tattoo. Yeah. Also a favorite that's got some good meaning behind it. I love my Thor's hammer. Yeah. My R2-D2 is pretty cool, too. 
Yeah. But I love my arm so much. I get the most compliments on my arm. I honestly do eventually want to get a Darth Vader tattoo yeah. because I love Darth Vader. He's I'm incredibly down for misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for more Star Wars tattoos for yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Okay, on to the next question. Dogs. Tell us about your dogs. Oh, yes. Okay, how much time do I have? I have <laughs> a two-year-old West Highland White Terrier. His name is Douglas, a.k.a. Doug, a.k.a. Doug D, Doug D. Duggles, uh, Snuggly Duggly, or Goloss. <laughs> Um, he is my sidekick, <laughs> uh, small, short, sturdy dog with a big personality and a big heart. Yeah. Big heart for sure. And then I have three dogs. Yeah. I have Skylar, Paloma and Oliver, and we're talking about a fourth, whether or not that happens. That seems like a lot. For, my vote is yes. I know my vote is also yes, but like, uh, that's a lot. Four dogs is a lot, but yeah. So Skylar is a red healer Husky cross. She's a rescue and she's our little, she's our old girl. And then Paloma is a bull mastiff who thinks she's the size of a chihuahua and likes to sit on my shoulder like a parrot. <laughs> um, and then Oliver is also a rescue and he is a German shepherd, Alaskan Malamute. He sounds larger than he is, but he is, he's quite the dog. And he has the sweetest ears. Yeah, he does. He looks like Dobby. I love, I love dog ears. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are dog people here at Collective Conversations. So get used to that. Um, all right. What about, let's talk about music. What is your, your favorite genre of music do you have any favorite artists right now so this may come as a surprise to you <laughs> but i am kind of going through a bit of a metal phase she's in her emo era <laughs> I, okay it's called dirt emo so it's like oh my god that's even worse what the fuck uh all the dirty emo i love it um i'm going to the iron maiden concert at the end of the month so i'm like really yes. been listening to like a lot of iron man maiden and like slayer and stuff like Holy that like, <laughs> angry music but um when that's not happening uh right now i'm really digging the new 30 seconds to mars album mm -hmm. um that's pretty spectacular i love country music um yeah. oh my gosh I, I love all music i just like think it's the greatest gift ever it's so you? good. Yeah, I think we both really thrive off of music. Um, I'm a big country fan. Always been a big country girl. I I think I grew up listening to country along with a little bit of that smooth jazz. But yeah. I don't stick to the jazz anymore. But country's definitely stuck for me. Huge fan of Luke Combs. Uh, obsessed with Old Dominion, Brothers Osborne. Those are a couple of my, my favorites right now. But I also listen to a lot of other stuff. I feel like both of us are kind of like mixed. She also loves metal, okay? I also, Metallica's Metallica one of your forever, favorite bands. Ever. Metallica forever. That's still like a dream of mine is to go see them. But like, yeah, I think we both listen to a lot. Like, you know, if you're listening to one of my playlists, it'll go from like YG to all of a sudden Keith Urban. Yeah. And people are tend to be confused by that with me yeah, yeah. but yeah. i like it like that i, I like, like it like, like that. that too right okay um who what is your your favorite place to travel or some bucket list travel places that you want to go oh heck yes okay um i i love the city of los angeles that's like one of my Ooh, favorite places it's yeah. like a big crazy wild city but i feel like always just called there so i'm mm. gonna spend a little bit of time there in the new year yeah. um bucket list places are bali india japan and i'd love to go back to europe specifically mm -hmm. the mediterranean so i would say like spain portugal italy greece love it yeah i think greece is definitely one of mine as well one of the favorite places i think i've ever traveled to was jamaica i loved jamaica it was Ooh. wonderful there i feel like that was one of the more exotic places i've been to mm -hmm. other than that, i've been to like you know 
some places in the States, all that kind of good stuff. Um, bucket list places for me, a little bit different. I think uh, Scotland, Ireland, I'd love to go there. But Greece is definitely up there for me. Costa Rica, mm-hmm. that's another big one. I really want to go to Bora Bora. Dude, it's so expensive there, but I want to go to Bora Bora so bad. And like sleep in one of those like little huts oh, that's hell on yeah. the water. That's That'd so awesome. cool. So cool. I know also for both of us, we're going to find some reason, whether it's hair related or otherwise, but a bucket list city. Texas. Well, Texas. Yeah. I was going to say Nashville. (laughs) Oh, well, Nashville. (laughs) Nashville and Austin, probably. Oh, yeah. Big ones. I think, again, it comes down to the country music. Yeah. BTC's in, uh, I think it's Dallas next year. That might be a good, that might be a good excuse. It might Mm -hmm. be. All right. Um, This is a good one. Um, For those of you who don't know, Heather and I are both star wars fans huge fans so who is your favorite star wars character? darth vader darth vader oh yeah yeah He's misunderstood i love um, it I, I just oh my god i love the whole story of how darth vader goes from being like this great good little kid with so much energy to oh, being this story dark with, figure it's yeah. just so tragic his story with padme too that's like oh goals. man it's just i love darth yeah yeah what yeah. about you um, i think I mean, of course, I have him tattooed on me, but I think R2. That little yeah. man's a savage. Oh, he's sassy. He's he sassy. would be like a Westie, like my dog. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's got he's got attitude. But I think that like Star Wars in general, I also really love, um, oh my God, totally blanking, Adam Driver. I oh, love Adam Driver. So I was actually going to so say much. potentially like, uh, what is it? Like a runner up would be Kylo Ren Kylo only Ren, because maybe. Adam Driver is so hot. Yeah, but I also, like, love his character. Again, a but dark, people, forlorn, misunderstood character. Yeah, maybe it is just because he's so handsome. But also, like, I think people, like, really shit on the, like, newer mm-hmm. three movies of, of Star Wars. I still really like them. I'm probably going to get shit for that. What's your favorite but Star Wars movie? That's really hard for me. That's I can really, tell you really what mine hard. is. What? Phantom Menace. That's a good one. Because I saw, that was the first Star Wars movie that I saw in theaters. And I think, oh my god, it, what, I was a kid and it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Okay. Uh, oh, this is a great one. Um, what do you tend to sing at karaoke nights? That's a big thing Ooh, for us. <laughs> goodbye, Earl. Earl. <laughs> um, love I love the song Don't Speak by No Doubt. Yeah, you always sing that one. Always like that one. And Goodbye, Earl is always my song that I sing with you. Yeah, we you. always sing. Yeah, good, Goodbye Earl for sure. Newer one for me has been Billie Eilish. That's like right in my range. Like Bad Guy? Yeah, bad guy or happier than ever. Like yeah. that, those songs, just man. We I was singing karaoke the other day, and I had this random guy walk in the room and be like, "Who hurt you?" And I was like, "I love it! I love it! I hope that that would be a goal for me to be singing." Don't speak and someone yeah. ask me that question. Okay, um, this is an, another one, and we can kind of wrap it up here if you want. Um, human design. Okay, we're gonna do a whole entire episode of human design. Do you want to do might like have to bring in an expert? Yeah, we might. Do you want to do like a quick little like spiel on what human design is? Yes. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know it, there's a bunch of stuff that's put together to do your human design. Uh, I know it's like it's like chakras and astrology. It's like a little bit like energy. It's a little woo woo, but I would say quite accurate. Um, mm. And one of the things that I like, I really like about human design is like nobody has the same human design as you yeah and um it it doesn't change so like yeah. I had my human design read two years ago by my friend Jordan from Dune Wellness here in Calgary she's lovely would love to have her on the podcast um and she told me that I was a projector and everything kind of started to make sense 
about like how I was the way I was. Yeah. And then we were at a course over the weekend where we were going over human design and I was like, oh, if I look up my human design and it's different, I'll know she was lying. And it was the exact same, <laughs> the exact okay? Same, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't change. So yeah. Um, yeah, do you want to share a little bit about your human design? Sure. So I'm a generator and I'm new to human design. So like, feel free to chime in whenever. Um, but one of the things that it was talking about was what your, when you're in alignment with your life, how you should be feeling. And when you're not in alignment with your life, what you should be feeling. And so that one I think hit for me. Um, and I'm just going to pull it up here when I'm not in theme with, with my life, I'm feeling frustration. And I can tell, I can tell. <laughs> Which is very true. And then I can't remember what it is with, um, when I am in, in line with, oh, it's satisfaction. Yeah. Feeling satisfaction. And I think that that's, that's a big one. The, the girl at the class on uh, Sunday and Monday was talking about going with your, your excitement and going with like what brings you that passion. And that's how you're going to be in line with, with your life in theme. Mm -hmm. Right. I would love to talk so much more about human design. Anyone who is listening, if you do not know human design and you want to find out your chart, yeah, let us go to know. myhumandesign.com and send us a DM where a collective underscore underscore conversations. Mm -hmm. I would love to talk to you about it. And if you know and you're passionate about your human design and you're living in your alignment, I also want to know. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, I think that it, it's been interesting for me because as I have learned my human design and over the years, as I've been like growing my business and learning more about myself and my boundaries, when I feel in alignment, like it, that truly is the buzz. And I think my intuition mm. has gotten so strong and so keen as a result. So, yeah. Do you want to yeah. tell us what you, you said you're a projector. Do you want to tell us like what your theme in when you're in alignment and not in alignment is? Success versus bitterness. So, um, the bitterness is like, what is that feeling that happens when you're not living in your design? And yeah. I do feel that. Uh, yeah, I feel um, like that's very accurate. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and and truly, if you do the myhumandesign.com, it also kind of shares like some of your gifts too. And some of these gifts are like 100% me. Like yeah, so creating weird. new things, a vision for turning ideas into reality, a love for life, venturing to the extremes, like all that stuff. I'm like, mm -hmm. ah, that describes me. It's so interesting. Yeah, I think it's so cool. One of mine, my most important gift, I guess, is innovation. I can see it. Isn't that interesting? She's going to shake up the hair industry. I'm gonna try. Watch out. Is there, um, do you have any more questions that we were going to go through? I think that's kind of, oh, I, I do have one more. This is like a, a fun, easy one. Um, what's like your favorite meal? And is there like a specific restaurant in Calgary that you like? Oh God, I love eating out. I'm like yeah. such a we, we both foodie. Um, last night I was at my favorite restaurant in Calgary, which is Sorella, mm -hmm. uh, the sister restaurant to Mercado. It's on Center Street. I and it is, yet. oh my God, I got to take you. Yeah. <laughs> I got leftovers. <laughs> um, it is Italian and it's so good. Do you think your favorite meal is pasta? Most likely, yes. Yeah, mine's or sushi. Pizza. Yeah, sushi. you love sushi. Yeah, I so does that mean what's your favorite restaurant? That I don't all? think I have. Like, I feel like Calgary kind of sucks for sushi. I mean, like Kinjo, I'm always down to rock with Kinjo, but like, is that really like the best sushi? What about Lonely know? Mouth? Lonely Mouth is good, but like, it's really good. But yeah. I don't think it's like sushi best. specific. You know, like they have some. They have like the hand rolls, which are always good, but different. I hear there's better sushi in Vancouver. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. I mean, we're out in the prairies here. We got good beef. That's what we got. True. Yeah. 
All right, that is it for episode two of uh, Collective Conversations. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Um, we want you to be part of our podcast, to be interactive with us yeah. as much as possible. So if there is an episode that you would like us to touch on, if you have some questions about anything hair, salon. Ask questions about us. If there's like a specific topic you want to talk about with us, let us know. If you have special guests you want us to bring on, we have a list of people we really want to bring we on are, the podcast. We are bringing on some guests. Get ready. So Those are going to be ready. really fun ones. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns. Challenges. Tell us. That We're sounds here like for it. the end of my consultation. It does. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Which we might talk about yeah. someday too. <laughs> but yeah, like let us know. We, we want to know from you guys. And thank you for, for listening to us ramble on and be goofs. Yeah, we're signing off for today. <laughs>